Everything in the White House must have a reason for being there. It would be sacrilege merely to redecorate it, a word I hate. It must be restored, and that has nothing to do with decoration. This is a quote from an interview with Life magazine about her restoration of the White House. One of Jackie Kennedy's first projects as the First Lady was the restoration of the White House. Not that there was anything wrong with it, per se. It was that when Mrs. Kennedy toured the White House in 1941, 20 years before her being the First Lady, she discovered that the White House didn't hold up to its grandeur. In fact, after visiting the White House as a guest of First Lady Mammy Eisenhower, Jackie was disappointed with its appearance and called it that dreary Maison Blanche. For those that don't know, that's just French for the White House. Upon moving into the White House after JFK's succession to the presidency, Jackie quickly set on to restore it. She quickly learned that many of the White House furnishings from the past were kept in storage facilities. Some were kept by former presidential families and others were sold at auctions. These all pose a problem for her plans for the White House, so she needed help, but how? Well, Mrs. Kennedy enlisted help from Dorothy Parrish, or sister as she was known. Mrs. Parrish had one of the most successful decorating businesses of the 20th century and was well known for her American country style, as well as for her ability, ability to bring ease, warmth, and comfort to the rooms she decorated. This worked really well with the restoration of the White House as Mrs. Kennedy wanted the house to be welcoming, a place where both diplomats and ordinary folk could walk the grounds and she wanted the White House to be, quote-unquote, the most perfect house in the United States. Mrs. Kennedy wanted the White House to be, to be the American house, a proud symbol of the country that contained the history of the country within itself. Mrs. Kennedy was given a tight budget for her project, $50,000. The money was gone within the first two weeks as it went already to refurbishing the private living quarters. With money now gone and Mrs. Kennedy avoiding the controversial use of money for the restoration, the White House Historical Association was established. This association helped raise money for the restoration of the house by selling White House guidebooks, and the money went to the Fine Arts Committee. A Fine Arts Committee for the White House? Well, if your purpose was to refine and restore historical furnishings and art pieces, what else would you be called? Anyway... Mrs. Kennedy put together the Fine Arts Committee through Charles Montgomery, who was a director, director of Winterthur Museum. This would be important in his role with the White House's restoration, as the museum he directs is an estate like the house itself. He suggested that the committee be born and filled with informed and connected people, people who could get their hands on antiques, and the chairman was Henry, Henry DuPont, considered to be the greatest collector of Americana and qualified on the subject of American historical decoration. With the Fine Arts Committee to oversee the antiquities that would be brought into the White House and the White House Historical Association to raise money in support of this restoration, all that's left to think about is the plan of action, how to actually do the restoration. In order to start the major processes, especially in staterooms, Congress sanctioned the restoration of the White House with Public Law 87-286, declaring the House a museum. This ensured that the restoration can start and that any furniture and art pieces that went into the White House would not be available for auction or for future presidential families to take with them. Once that base was set, it was now time for Mrs. Kennedy to plan out the restoration. Mrs. Kennedy's plan was influenced by a treatise called The White House as a Symbol, drafted by advisory committee members. In this treatise, there are three principles by which the house would be restored, and they are as follows. The principle focused on the time, the first 
principle focus on the time period of the pieces in the house. It must be acknowledged the house is living and that it is ever-changing with the times, meaning that the way it will be restored cannot be confined to one time period. The second principle would deal with how the house needs to reflect the different administrations that have passed through its doors. The third principle would focus on the house's library as a symbol of the White House, while also being functional for things such as receiving guests and tours. Most of the restoration under Jackie Kennedy was completed during JFK's shortened presidency, but not everything. The finishing touches of the Oval Office were completed while the first couple was in Dallas, where JFK would be assassinated. Sadly, the Oval Office had to be stripped of those furnishings to make way for the vice president to come into office, and, Ken and Jackie Kennedy never saw the finished form of her restoration project. Now, what I failed to realize that I forgot, and probably what would make this more understandable, is the fact that Mrs. Kennedy had an eye for preserving history and the finer things in life, which she emulated in this house restoration. Her love of finer things came from her childhood and her time in college, where she studied history, literature, art, and French. These studies would help Mrs. Kennedy on her project of renovating the White House and leave a lasting impact on the future First Lady's own redecoration of the house.